You're listening to the Hammersley Brothers Podcast. If you'd like to get started with three of our best tools, see the link in the show notes. They're free and video training is included. Welcome to the Hammersley Brothers e-commerce podcast. This week, we've got something exciting for you. We've been working behind the scenes with Sweet Analytics. We've been putting cool tools like the Drop by Drop Report and other tools to be automated in Sweet Analytics. We're going to interview the CEO of Sweet Analytics, Oliver, and we're going to go through what's in the tool and we're going to put together a deal for you as a listener of the podcast. This should make your life a lot easier with e-commerce. And if you want to have more information about how to sign up for the tool, go to hammerseybrothers.com forward slash suite. That's forward slash S-W-E-E-T. And you can get started with more information right there. So let's get started. Hello, Mark. How are you? How's it going? All right. Welcome to another podcast. This week's slightly different, isn't it? Because we've got a special guest. Do you want to introduce Oliver and, and kick it off for us? Well, yeah, we can. Well, Oliver's very good at introducing himself, but I, I'm, he's obviously a good friend of ours and we've known, known Oliver for a long time. Oliver, how, how are you? I'm very well. I now understand what happens on a Monday night. And so I can now understand how this this genius of a podcast gets put together by the two of you with such great structure and, and preparation. Yes. Are you impressed with the hours of prep that we put into it? Exactly. In I'm, advance. I'm hugely impressed. I think I've never spent two minutes so, so easily. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sheer volume of notes that we put together, isn't it? Well, the illusion is broken. Well, I quite enjoyed the fact that Mark did try and get, get some structure in and then Ian, you took over and just sort of, and then Mark kind of gave up and said, let's just start. Yes. <laughs> no. Sometimes he doesn't tell us when he's recording. He just, he just starts to record. Because I've got a personal training session coming up, so you've got to get it done, Ian. Got to get, got to get it out there. <laughs> That's what it is. It's, yeah. it's, it's the first, um, first podcast without mention of your children for about twenty minutes at the beginning, which I'm assuming is that bit that we normally. Or is hammock? Is hammock? Or the weather? Yeah. You haven't mentioned the weather. I feel like I've got a lot to say. Anyway, Ian, introduce Ollie. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just well, this Ollie... random man. <laughs> yeah. Well, Oliver, you, you. I mean, the, you, you are the famous element of ollie is that you you were the um you were pivotal in the white company growth weren't you you grew the white company from six to 50 is that right yeah that, i've got the numbers right yeah, that's 60 right. to 50 what 60 50 million pounds pounds yeah million pounds yeah <laughs> six pounds yeah. to 50 pounds yes. um, what i particularly like when i listen to your podcast is sometimes when you steal my stories and, and almost pass them off as your own. That, that, because I've, I've definitely, when we come on to talk about average order value or something like that, if people think they've heard these stories before, it's just because you've nicked mine and I, I've heard them repeated back to me. Ollie, welcome to Sometimes my world. Sometimes we do that so well. Yeah. <laughs> I do that so well that I forget that it wasn't my original idea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes Ian teaches me back my own lessons that I've taught to him, which is which <laughs> always, always amusing. So, anyway, let, 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 let me so step Ollie, in. So, Ollie, go, go a bit further. Well, let's, let, let, any, let's let Ollie just, just give us a – just tell us that. So you, yeah. you were with the White Company because it's a great big brand. And it's a great brand that we all know. 
and it's one that we refer- reference, and I and I, I like the story of of it. So just go on, just give us a give us a quick snap. Yeah, so so I was summary. I was lucky enough. I became um, MD of the White Company. Uh, I, I led it for seven years. Um, we had really rapid growth, and I think you know the relevant bit to this is you know I grew it because I I understood my customer metrics and. You know, that's the ultimate message that, you know, I always want to try and get across to everybody is that, you know, there are a number of levers to to pull in order to grow a business. But unless you understand the fundamentals around the numbers, uh, I don't think you can, your chances of success are a lot less. And so that's the sort of, yeah. you know, that's the, that's why I learned doing the, growing the white company. I've worked with a number of other brands. Um, but, you know, my basic, you know, understanding of business is that without the numbers, You've just got so much less chance of um, of achieving what you want to do. Yeah, I'll say. Can I say one thing, Mark? Because I can feel that you want to interject. Mm-hmm. But it, but it, we, having three people is difficult because I have two people to to think about. But I think Ollie, thank you. I the story that I do steal from you a lot um, is the story, and this isn't really what today's podcast is about. But the White Company um, has a, it's a you know it's a wonderful luxurious. Uh, desirable brand um, that 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 actually, when you were growing it from those numbers six to fifty million, you you had a, you had a very strong recruitment offer and a very strong retention offer, and that you know you weren't shy of doing uh, incentivizing the, the recruitment you know to basically with an offer you know you yeah. didn't you didn't, you weren't shy of that, um, and I but I think you know you'd never think of the white company as doing an offer. Would you? you? You know, it's a very high aspirational brand. Yeah, I, I think it's. I, I, you know, I like your 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 phrase offer architecture. You know, really early on, I remember being challenged by what's the hook, and you know, unless you have a hook, then you know it is a lot more difficult to sell things. And and the white company always had a hook, and and so you know, it's a good example of a luxury brand that's always had offer built into its structure. Um, and I think the real thing, you know, which comes on to this is, you know, our ability and understanding around, you know, how many new customers we needed and whether we could afford to, to lose money to get them. Because I've heard you steal that story quite often. Um, so that that's in my, my sort of top, top three I hear most often repeated back, of me, back to me. Yeah. I, don't think, I don't think that I've come up with an original idea in my entire life, but, you know. Uh, why? Why? You know? Why standing on the shoulders of giants? <laughs> basically, that's what they say, isn't it? Yeah. Actually, the white yeah. yeah, is a very good example of, of that. Actually, where you know, to us, what we were, you know, very good at, or Chrissy in particular was very good at, was understanding, you know, what customers wanted. But you know, there's not a, as you know from your own business, you know, white sheets are white sheets, and so you know, it's really that ability to create a brand around something that you know perhaps is quite universal. Uh, and that's really what we, mm. we did, and we were just lucky to get into the zeitgeist of people really thinking that White Company was more attractive than other brands. You know, there's a famous you know, quote apparently from John Lewis Board Meeting. You know, we should never White Company should never have existed if they'd if they'd really got their brand right. But anyhow, we were lucky, so that that was good. But even even before I go on to brand, I still come back and talk about numbers at the end of it. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, okay. so let me just bring this. So this, the reason we're doing this podcast and the reason we wanted to do it is because um, Ollie went from the white company and set up a company called Sweet Analytics. And we've then been working with Sweet Analytics probably the past couple of years now. Um, 
And part of the stuff for the Hammersley brothers, um, the KPIs and all the, the, the things that we want to measure, um, what Sweet Analytics has started to do is started to put together a suite of tools that pretty much automates all the Hammersley brothers stuff, um, which, is, which is fantastic. And so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Uh, because that's what we've been building, and 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 now we want to we want to let people have access to it. So, um, effectively, mm. what is Sweet Analytics overall, Ollie? And then and then we can get into what what the Hammersley Brothers bits are. Yeah. So overall, um, Sweet is a platform. Um, again, for my own insights in business, I've always used to find it really hard getting hold of all the data I wanted. So Sweet is the platform that. If you're a marketing leader, makes your life really simple, pulls all your different sources and numbers into one place, and then effectively provides you with those insights that I believe you really need to run uh, to run a business. So we're a solution that takes away that problem of you know having your Google Analytics in one place, your Facebook advertising in another, all into one place, and having really clear understanding of what's going on in your business. Right. Right. And, and I've been using it for quite a while now. And I think for me, once you put the drop by drop in automated inside the tool, that's when I started using it pretty much most days to go and have a look at it. And obviously there's a lot in there. Uh, and it's like any, any tool, when you first come in there, you're kind of overwhelmed with every different, different stuff. But as you, you go in there for the drop by drop, you start looking at other stuff and started to find it um, a lot, lot more um like useful day to day because of the stuff we've been working on together. So, shall we? Andrew, have you got any questions about about that? Well, I've, well, I've got my opinion. I've well, got a question, but I give you, I give you my opinion. So, my, so my, my thoughts are the you know it, it doesn't matter how big an e-commerce business is. Whenever we're looking at it, and Ollie, you'll be the same, and Mark, you know, you'll be the same as me. I always look at the the basic numbers, and what I want to know is essentially how much we can afford to recruit a customer. You know, that's what I want to know, mm. and and whether or not we're hitting that. So, you know, because the fastest way to grow an econ business um, is to pull the traffic lever. Obviously, you know, you know, if you're not, if you are recruiting a customer significantly cheaper than you than you um should be or could be um you know essentially you, you can just pull the travel lever. so the first question is well how much should we uh, should we be able to pay how much are we willing to pay and that basically you need to know how much your customer's worth so, yeah, so let's talk know, about that tool. let's talk about that tool yeah. in, in 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 sweet analytics and which one that is so that's the margin calculator sheet isn't it so um the margin calculator sheet, which, which we've got spreadsheets for, but now it's in Suite, um, which you can get. The ease of using Suite Analytics for the margin calculator sheet is the fact that it will calculate to the best of its ability, depending on the data you've got, the lifetime customer value that you've actually got. So a lot of the time when you're doing your margin calculator sheet, you have to kind of fudge the number or try and work it out. But actually, uh, what Sweet will do is will not only will it do it at the beginning when you're working out your margin calculation sheet, but I imagine it will update it ongoing, won't it, Oliver? Yeah, it, absolutely, Mark. And that, and I think that's one of the key things. So, you know, I'm a, I've obviously been a big fan of, you know, your KPIs and the things that that's why we built them into Sweet. But you know, it is a real faff if you, you know, customer lifetime value is is the key input, one of the key inputs into um, 
the margin calculator. So, you, you know, you can move away from just thinking about average order value as the driver of your business. Um, mm-hmm. and, and exactly, we just link it through the platform. We've, we've pulled all your, your, your customer and your, and your sales information out of your e-commerce platform. And then we're able to link that through into the margin calculator. And that can be, you know, that can be quite a troublesome process for people um, uh, without mm-hmm. using speed. I think it's a troublesome process. So essentially, it's really hard to know what it is initially. But then also, because it's so difficult, you tend to not look at it again. Um, and it just it's something that sort of happens, you know, once in a blue moon. But it's what's been you know, that I think that alone. What's been really interesting massive. for the for the the bedding company we set up, um, Oliver, was that you know when we were really small at the beginning, we had no trust. Our average order value on lifetime customer was was quite small, and then you can see in in a tool like Sweet very quickly that it's actually getting bigger over time. And you know, if we'd taken the margin calculator sheet at the beginning and done it once, then we'd be kind of restricting ourselves to you know the wrong the wrong numbers. And as you can see, it's getting bigger over time because we get more trust. We've got more trust pilot reviews and things like that. You can definitely see um, that growing and therefore that then reflects in the margin calculator sheet. And without having a tool that just calculates it on the fly every time we want to look at it, I, I think it's very difficult to kind of have that conversation. Yeah, but you can, make the, you, can, you can make the wrong, massively the wrong decision. I yeah. mean, essentially, the reason, obviously, I mean, we talked about this last week, didn't we? But just to take a step back slightly, um, is you know if, if 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 somebody's buying on average twice a year you know and they initially spend fifty dollars on the first purchase and they buy again within the same 12 month period they're, they're spending a hundred dollars so you know that would be lifetime customer value you know i mean you know, there's different parameters mark and i we always look at it over a 12 month period so they're worth a hundred dollars and obviously that you know how much the client is customer's worth determined mm. on how aggressive you can be with your your ad spend yeah I mean, you know and it's as simple as that isn't it you yeah. know i mean go back to my white company you know early experience you know we we learned very early on you know what we could afford to lose on a first time customer because we knew how quickly we got our money back and so it, for me you know you really do have to understand and, and it, you know not every business can afford to, to lose money on its on its a customer when it acquires them but you know, it may be the right business decision, and for us, it was the right business decision. And the margin calculator, in my opinion, really simply actually sets that out for for people to understand, you know, how much you make or make or lose on your first customer, but how much you can make in that twelve month period. And and that's the that's the simplicity mm-hmm. of the margin calculator, but also the power of it because it just really simply communicates to you, you know, what those what those numbers are. So. I think it's you know what it's amazing how I totally agree, and it's amazing actually how how many e-commerce businesses don't actually know how much they can afford to pay for a new customer. Yeah. You know, as an overall. Yeah, I mean, I, and I listen and to you, and you obviously then talk about you know if you're you know you may have more more opportunity to spend more, um, but yeah, I've, I reckon about eighty percent of the people I talk to. If I ask them that simple question, do you know how much you can afford to spend to acquire a new customer? 80% of people don't know the answer to that. And it's so easy mm. to, to see when you've got your margin calculator. Yeah. Mm. Not only so do they the first one. not know well, the answer to that question, they don't know how much they can afford to pay for a customer. They don't also know how much they are actually currently paying for a customer. 
as well. That's 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 the next step, isn't yeah. it? Um, yeah. And so, and that's the drop. That's the drop by drop. Yeah. So, so should we talk that's, about that? That's the, also a pain to get. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't got sweet. So should we talk about the drop by drop, Oliver? Because that's also in in the in the Hammersley Brothers sweet package, isn't it? So that's automatically created for you each day. So what what does it do? Yeah. In the so, tool. So so in the in the if we start with the margin margin calculator, you've you've learnt two numbers out of the margin calculator. One is the pound note amount you can afford to spend to acquire a new customer, and also what your ROAS, the you know the other side of that is what what's your return ROAS return on advertising spend, and yeah. we then put that number back into the drop by drop, so you can see every day. Let's say you've said your ROAS could be three or three hundred percent, whichever way you you express it. Um, you can see every day whether you are hitting that target, and what I think is difficult without a without an automated platform is that getting to that first time customer um, number every day is difficult. So the drop by drop does that automatically for you, and then it really simply shows you. You know, you've got your target line at the top or where wherever you've set it, and then you you can see very simply whether your row asset. In, in real pound note terms. And I think that's the really important bit. So sweet pulling... Or dollars. Or, or dollars, sorry. I, 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 sorry, I forgot. We, were, we weren't all English on this on this podcast. But um, effectively, what, what, what you've got two really important inputs. You've got the actual man, amount of money that is, is being spent because with Sweet, we automatically link into your advertising platform. So we know how much you're spending every day on Google and Facebook or and any variety of different different uh, channels. So we understand that. We understand the, the, the amount of money uh, that's coming in every day in sales, but particularly we understand where, how much of that comes from first-time customers and how much comes from uh, uh, existing customers. And and though those are really simple, simple things, how much you spend, amount of sales from new customers as a percentage of your total sales, they're actually quite difficult to get to and put into one place. And that's what it does really well in the drop by drop. And I think particularly, you know, Ian, what I like is when you when you talk about this, the opportunity. So, you know, there are obviously days when you look at these these graphs and you're not achieving your ROAS, but there are also other businesses that we look at which are massively overachieving against their, their ROAS. Yeah. And that's the opportunity, really. And you know, I think yeah. that's always really well articulated that you know people shouldn't celebrate when their ROAS is really high against their target. They should actually look at what's yeah. the opportunity. Yeah, yeah well, there's two. I think there's two. There's two things to that. I'd say, I said there's certain certain bit. I mean, obviously, you know, an easy an easy business to scale is one that you know when you do the margin calculator and you know and you put the lifetime customer value in and the margin, and it says, okay, you can you can quite happily you'll be profitable. Even if you went to a low ROAS of two, you'd be really profitable at the end of the year. And you're currently, we do the drop by drop, and you're currently operating on a ROAS of eight and you want to grow. You know, that's like brilliant. Let's, we don't need to do anything other than pull the traffic lever. Let's just go, go, go. Like, don't bother doing anything else. That's amazing. But the, the, there are other scenarios, like you say, where where maybe this, this you're spending the most you possibly can. You can't spend it anymore. You're already hitting, or even in some cases going beyond your you know your your cost of acquisition, and you, the maths don't work. But do you know what the other thing that's really interesting about those those type of businesses is is, is that sometimes um, during certain periods of the year, or even certain days of the month, 
um, there the ROAS jumps up massively. Like nothing's changed. Like no, you know, no conversion rate change. Nothing, nothing's changed the offer architecture. It's just that the motivation of the market has has changed, and the ROAS just just doubles. Let's say, and if you if you're relying upon looking at your data at the end of the month and you sit down with your you know your ad agency or your, your ad internal team you go oh my god you know our ROAS was really high this month um well it's too late you can't do anything about it so that's why it, it, it because it's quite difficult to calculate without something like sweet it's difficult to calculate you know you don't know google adwords for example doesn't know if it's a new customer it just says i spent this and this is the revenue you've got it doesn't know who's new so because it's a bit, it's quite difficult to get. You tend not to look at it when you should be looking at it, and then there's no point looking at it at the end of the month. You have to yeah. look at it during the time. So, like we're, we're working with people that selling wellies. Like when it rains, of course, then you know the ROAS jumps up because people want wellies, and it's like in those moments you've got to go and make hay while the sun shines. And if you're not set up to get the new customer right if you can't see it because it's a pain to get you just miss the opportunity and do you know what i'm going to say that sometimes it's as simple as that in terms of growing an econ business it, it can be as simple as that just looking at when people naturally want to buy and making sure that you're pulling the traffic lever harder in those periods yeah and that's what that's what drop by drop will tell you in sweet yeah and, I, and and i agree with you there and i think the you know, we've obviously talked about this often about you know daily dashboards and and, and weekly etc. And the drop by drop really is a daily dashboard. And we you know we, yeah. we then we do put a rolling average. So you know as we know there are days that fluctuate etc. So you do want to understand a bit of a trend line. So we do the daily result and you can then do a rolling average over seven days or fourteen days or, or or whatever you think works for your business. So you can see where the trend is going. So you don't have to jump every dime. You know the, the the number fluctuates either up or down, but you've got a yeah. a really good clear understanding of where you're where you're going, and, and it's it's trading. You know, you you and Mark, you know, both run your own businesses. You know, you know how important it is being on top of that 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 relationship every day. It's not it's not one as you say. You come back to at the end of the month. It's a it's a daily daily understanding um, because it's it's the, mm. it's the core, it's like the um... it's core to your business. I was gonna say, yeah, it is. It's like the, it's like the, the you know the tip of the iceberg, isn't it? It's like it's that it is the thing that you need to look at every day, and because yeah. you know if it's if it's working, you're like great, everything's fine. But it's when it's not working, then you need to then go and look at why it's not working. But it's like you know you can't look at everything every day, because obviously if you look at everything every day, you're just gonna crumble in a in a sea of data. You're not gonna get yeah. anything done. So you've got to know what to look at. And that's you know that's that was the that was the biggest thing that we wanted to see, wasn't it? Which, which to be honest, we, I mean, it, you know, it didn't exist anywhere, did it? Really, that. No. Yeah, that well, we were having drop, to do it. You have to do it in, in 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 Google Sheets or Excel, and you've got to go and get someone to go and pull the, the the figures every day. And every time you look at it, you go, God, someone's not updated it yet, and it was just annoying. But, but what was really good was once it was there, was that so? I didn't we could see it every day, and you know. We with our we've got the demo store which sells bedding and and you know we're not sending many emails we probably send once every one every two weeks you know we should send more but what what I could see is this if we were coming up to a, a, what we call a deal weekend um, I knew that the ROAS was going to massively increase and so 
on the drop by drop report, I started to be able to tell how much I could reduce the ROAS down to in order to kind of, you know, I knew the big weekend was coming. So therefore I could maybe go down to, you know, 20%, 30% lower than, than I needed that than I was normally doing just before the weekend. And, and I, I learned that just by looking at the patterns of the drop by drop sheet. So I could understand it. So I could understand how much I could push because obviously just before you go into a big sale weekend, you want to be, you want to have as much potential new customers to go after with those um, with those offers that are going to convert people, particularly with the email list and things like that. And so you can start, you just start to see it. And it's like the, the drop by drop report automated is effectively, you're looking at the, one of the main constraints of the business, which is how much customers are costing. And if you get customer cost right, a lot of the business takes care of itself because it's, it's, you know, it's quite easy to get existing customers to buy again. Usually it's easier to get them to buy again, but it's, it's in order to, you, if you see customers or you see companies struggling, like there was one I was looking at yesterday, um, the main reason that she started to struggle after like she's been running about 10 years and if she doesn't do anything, she's going to, you know, have slightly lower revenues each year is because she's not recruiting enough customers. She can't recruit enough customers because she, her She's, she hasn't paid too much for a customer and therefore she, you know, there's going to be times where she can recruit more customers because the natural robust comes down. And those are the times when she needs to be spending more. And, and it's just not a conversation she's having with herself at the moment. So that's the beauty of it. Yeah. I think, I think the point there about, you know, it's it, the whole of this you know, econ business. It's very rare that uh, an econ business doesn't actually require new customers in order to grow. And I think, as you say, you know, it's much more predictable generally about what existing customers are going to do. But if you if you understand that you you know not recruiting new customers means that actually you're eroding your database overall and you're and you're not actually going to grow, then it, it that's what happens. And then people think they can't afford to 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 pay more for new customers. So it's just so important to have clarity on how many new customers you need and how much can you afford to spend to get them. Yeah. And, and so I guess that brings us on to the next tool that's available, which is, you know, obviously you, you, you can see your margin calculator sheet and you can see exactly how much you can afford to pay for a customer. And then drop by drop report tells you how much you're actually paying for a customer. But of course, you know, you might not be able to, you might not be recruiting enough customers to actually hit your targets. So that, that takes us to the target sheet to say, well, where do we actually want to get with this business? And what do we need to do to get there? And then you can see the gap, can't you, between how much we, how many customers we're recruiting, how much they're costing us, and how much we actually need. So, do you want to talk about the target sheet in in Suite as well, Holly? Yeah, I think I think actually, if we don't, there's sort of two two bits of sort of targets really for us. There's about the number of new customers, which is, is what we, we we cover off there. And then I suppose using your, your your target sheet language so we don't confuse everyone, which is obviously translating that into traffic volumes and things like that. What we have done mm-hmm. in Suite is we've, um, you know, while we're in this confusing period with GA4, GA3, we've am- amalgamated the the data so you can get one source of, uh, from you know, at the moment, as people know, if you weren't set up by July, you've got your numbers in two different places and we pull it all into one in Suite. And then... That then gives you your custom metrics like add to basket and, and and you know down to conversion rate, and so effectively the the target sheet, which again you know you you guys talk about so clearly, is you know how much how much traffic do you need to to drive through to through the website? 
we then articulate that back into sweet as well. So it, right. it but it does come, you know, it, it starts off you know, your your version of the target sheet is around the traffic volumes uh, and we we mm. pull all of that information into sweet as well. And so in the Hammersley Brothers package thing you're doing, yeah. is there going to be that GA3, GA4? So you'll be able to kind of, because at the moment it's pretty difficult. If I go to a client and I'm on GA4 and I go, I wonder how they were doing last year. And I go, oh, now I've got to go to GA3 and look at the traffic year on year or the add to basket year on year. Is that going to be much easier to see just on it, on the it, dashboard in there? Yeah, it's just, just in one dashboard, which I know it sounds silly, something like that, as simple as that. But, you know, it's a it's a real pain if you're having to open two two versions of, of GA and and you don't then have you know, light for light numbers. So that's that's what we do really simply so that it's then really easy to to complete the target sheet, which, you know, is another one of your key Yeah, tools. Yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah, that's going to be, is this going to be, because I've only just started to do that. Like I've just started to look at people and they go, look at GA4 and I go, wonder how they were doing last year. And it's like, oh my God, I've got to go and find it and, you know, work it out. And it's slightly different the way they talk about the traffic and like, you know, cross network is, Google like ads, yeah, it's yeah. So it's just this. If you can make that easier, that's going to be great. Yeah, um, yeah. Which so we, which we do. In there. Yeah. Yep. So sorry, exactly. And on that point, because you know, absolutely, Mark, we we all fight with that whole channel problem. And I think just you know, we were doing this in September, and everything's been a bit masked because GA three didn't actually stop on the you know. 30th of June and never again will you get a thing. So I think people have been lulled yeah. into full security. And it is just, we're just seeing more and more clients now who suddenly really don't have GA3 data, but they've actually sort of been able to muddle through the summer with with constant, you know, like for likes. But now people are mm. particularly coming up to Christmas. It's going to be an absolute nightmare if you haven't got, you know, you don't understand. It, it seems to be kind of random that the stop some accounts and not others. Yeah. And it's you don't really know when you're going into the account whether that one has stopped yet so yeah it's it's really weird you go in it goes this one's stopped processing data but this one hasn't and you're like well how are you making the decision and you're not they're not really communicating when it's going to happen it's just basically like you turn up and you go oh it's not there anymore oh thank you very much yeah no uh, and particularly i think at christmas you know we all know for so many people q4 is going to be really important and you know, yeah. everyone's sitting there on on a Thursday saying, you know, why why are we doing well or not so well or whatever? You're you're going to want to be able to just really quickly get to those numbers, um, and that's yeah. what we do in our GA four GA three dashboard. Awesome, awesome. So we've got the what we've been through so far. We've been through the margin calculator sheet, which is going to calculate how much you can afford a customer drop by drop, which affects effectively gives you exactly how much you are uh, uh, paying for a customer. And then we've got the target sheet, which tells you how much traffic you need to actually over hit your overall tr- targets. And within those, obviously we're calculating the lifetime customer value uh, on the fly, like all the time. And then um, I think the last important piece is some of the, in and I call it the flying bridge materials, which is the, the management process we use to to manage an e-commerce site, you know, ongoing, you know, week, daily, weekly, monthly, and quarterly. Um, and one of those is the uh, growth of the of, of the customer recruitment database. So many people will have read our book, The Ultimate Guide to E-commerce Growth, and there's seven KPIs in there. And one of the KPIs is the growth of six-month customer recruitment year on year. So in the Hammersley Brothers 
tools in Suite, you've you've included um, something that allows you to calculate that, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, we have, and and also just to see how that tracks over time, um, because I think that's the you know going back to the point we we're making about you know understanding number of new customers you're recruiting, etc. It, it's it's a the key. It's a really really key number because I think we probably both know you know we so often we've seen that number begin to drop off, and then you know that a business is actually heading to a bit of trouble down down the line. So that's mm. yeah. I I think I you know though it's a pretty you know. Simple summary. I think it's still a really, really important summary. It's again, as I think you say, it's not one of those ones you're going to check every every week, every day, but you know, once a month, one really does need to actually be checking in on your database health. Um, and that simple summary, I think, is really good. Yeah, and and really helped me because I used to do a lot of forecasting for you all know the customers, some of the big customers, and I would be the, the person that they would ask, you know, how much are we going to do in the second half of this year, and you know, do you think we're going to do better than last year or this year? And it's a bit like having a magic wand, but the, the figure that always helped me was like, how much customers have we recruited over the past six months compared to the year before? And honestly, if it was higher, then we'd have a better Q4. And if it was lower, we'd have a worse Q4. And it was it was almost as simple as that. And so that, that figure, it's particularly important now because we're sitting just on the cusp of, you know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday and the Christmas period. That, that number at the moment, you're sitting there kind of going, what is it? You know, that's going to tell you pretty much it's it's, it's like wh- whether the wind is blowing behind your sails or, or not going into it. Yeah, completely. And, and you know, I, I, I think that summary that we have around the, that, that bit from Flying Bridge, it gives you a really good approximation. You know, in the in the broader bit of suite, we do have a, an actual forecasting tool that really breaks down your all your numbers down into really understanding you know a bit more granular detail around the metrics associated with um each customer cohort we you know we call it the growth model um and and i you know linked to all these tools i think it is really really important that you understand the 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 um, um how you achieve growth at customer metric numbers and and your your flying bridge summary does that really simply and gives you that that immediate thing, which you know, the basic rule is: if your new customers are going down, you're, you're probably heading downwards. Yeah, and so obviously, just for clarification of people listening to that, Sweet Analytics is a is a is a is a is a decent sized tool, giving you all your your metrics for e-commerce, and obviously it has normal pricing and all that jazz. And what we did for um, basically the Hammersley Brothers. Uh, uh, model or not model or membership level is kind of like a cut down version of suite which gives you the essential tools that you can use to to grow your business and it's also a great way of trying suite out isn't it because it's going to give you some of the stuff that you that you need that you know a lot of the essential stuff that we use day to day but then obviously suite's going to be plugged into your business if you wanted to go and understand some of the the more fundamental things let's say you were you know some of the people I was working with last week, you know, she's been going for 10 years and she says, well, I really need to know how many customers I need to grow over time. And I need to model it a little bit more with a growth model and stuff like that. You can then just flick the switch and go and go and get access to some of the bigger tools as well. Can't you? Yeah, absolutely. And, and to us, we've, we've done this, you know, slightly more cut down version basically, because I don't think Ian understood all the, all the other dashboards we had in there. 
And then he quite kept kept telling me so often that we needed to keep it simple. So um, yes, Mark, there's there's more in there. Um, but you know, the, the the sensible point that you both continually made to me is actually, you know, to give people the bits they want in a simpler format as what they want, and that's what we've really tried to do uh, in this version of Sweet. Yeah, I mean, I wanted you to put in the things that people would use every day that would be useful for every day for a reasonable cost. That you know, I could say to people, look. Go and get sweet um, Hammersley Brothers tools. It doesn't cost that much. It's going to automate the, all these processes for you. It's going to take the headache out for me. It's just kind of like completing the dots. Put, you know, you're going through your margin calculator sheet, going through those kind of things. You just do it sequentially, and it's going to give you it's going to give you 90% of um, the start of of what you need to run your, you run your business, and you're going to be in a much better position. And then, of course, you can do you can go and explore the tools. Um, that are there at a, at a different time. And I think that's how I'm using the tool, to be honest, because, you know, I'll have a conversation with you, Oliver, and I go, wouldn't it be great if the tool did this? And you go, well, the tool already does that. But of course, I don't know because I've not seen it, you know, and it's it's like it's like those kind of things you just gradually uncover and you go, oh, that's useful. And when I'm doing these, because I do these big consultancy projects and stuff like that, and I go, oh, I could use that now. And now I know it's there. It's It's really useful. Yeah, um, uh, I think one... Ian may have gone to sleep. Yeah, uh, uh. no, I'm here. I'm here. I'm just <laughs> listening to you slightly talk derogatory towards the the younger brother. It wasn't me. Um, that was yeah, Oliver. No, I thought, I thought it was Oliver. Oliver. No, I yeah, yeah, I thought I had. I mean, to, you... to, to, to sort of, you know, trying to see if, find see if I can find a split between the two of you after all. <laughs> yeah, you know it's true. No, you know, you, you, you're right with what you said, Oliver. I think it was when you were trying to explain attribution modelling, the history of attribution modelling over 25 years is when I it, gently... Many, many a topic... Head you, fell. Yeah, many a topic <laughs> I tried tried to talk to you about, Ian, and you've told me <laughs> no idea what I'm talking about, and I try and, try and convince you it's really important. But I think that's the, the reason why, <laughs> you know, it's been really helpful, you know, working with you both to, to actually simplify some of these these points and, and, you know, delivering the things that really matter. Yeah. No, well, I, pre- I appreciate that. No, I mean, that, you know, this, you know, the reason we're doing this podcast is, is, is from a, a, a genuine adding value um, because, you know, things like the margin cattle and the drop by drop reports, you know, are, are um, you know, and life to customer value. The, all those three things there are, are, are difficult to do without it really difficult you know so it's you know i think it's it's trying to stop greater, to be honest stopping people being busy fools isn't it you can be a busy fool in e-commerce you can go there's one woman who said to me um actually she did the tool she said now i realize when i'm really busy when my bank account is the lowest and it's like it's because you're you're making a loss on every order so the more orders you make the uh the lower your bank balance is that's that's how it works so unfortunately, yeah. anyway, fix, fixed it, fixed it. So, um, so what, what, like, like, how do people get hold of it? Let's uh, hang on. First, before we do that, is people will be listening to this and go, does this work for my platform? Because that's like kind of like thinking, oh, you know, that's all very well, all this nice stuff. Does, but what platforms um, does this integrate with easily, Oliver? Yeah. So, so it, first of all, integration is really easy. If and and there are core platforms for us, uh, and and that is is Shopify. Magento, WooCommerce, and BigCommerce. So I think the four main yep. the four main uh, econ platforms. Uh, you can just go to our website, uh, which is sweetanalytics.com, and there's a get started button. And from there, you can go through to steps 
and it takes probably good 15 minutes because what we didn't mention was that we also ask you to add in obviously we talked about costs so in order for us to get the costs we, we ask you to add in your facebook your google etc your google ads mm-hmm. so it, it's a it's a it's a really simple process um for people on those four key pa- core platforms cool and the what is this what's this going to cost um i presume there's some kind of monthly yeah. cost for the for the hammersy brothers yeah. Sweet analytics package. Yeah, so we normally charge ninety nine pounds a month, but um, for the Hammersley Brothers, uh, we'd like to uh, do an offer of fifty nine uh, pounds a month, um, which I think Ian told me was less than his cappuccino every day, and uh, it took him longer than that to to um, uh, to do his drop by drop. So <laughs> without without <laughs> that's a bit 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 flippant because uh, but it's um that that's why we wanted to make it we I was really accessible on that basis. I was priced yeah. everything in cappuccinos. It, as it, if I mean, Ian you know. as if Ian does the drop by drop. Yeah, I don't think he's does. ever put one together in his life. He Mark, just looks at the ones I do for him. What's a drop by drop? <laughs> I've got to see the client in ten minutes. I need it now. Yeah. And my cappuccino's just going now. Cold. He just sends me a link. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so God's sake! Hey, I don't like this podcast. You two. You, you know, you're just ganging up against me now. You're just pretending I don't know anything. <laughs> Listen, I'm on stage tomorrow and in the week after. I know you're going in front of 70,000 people in America you, and Atlanta. Yeah. You'll have to have a, a walkie-talkie tell me what to say. Yeah. You know, when you go on like a, you know, those secret dating shows where there's, you know, there's a screen behind where people are telling you what to say. That, that's like what a, you'll have to do. Like one of those Both preachers of who's saying, I feel the Lord. And, yeah. And they're reading the cards about Mary and all the things. Anyway, Mark's Mark, earpiece, Mark, 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 Ian will keep feeding, feeding you the lines. Yeah. And, and if I'm allowed, on, if I'm on the line, line, you'll keep going, you know, could you mention sweet again, Ian? And you go, oh, I yeah, growth I'm, model. I'm <laughs> and I'll go, yeah. come on, Ian. It's, you know, we've, we've done a podcast <laughs> together. We must, Just weave we must it in. To get some mention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, so so it's uh, fifty nine pounds a month uh, for the Hammersley Brothers tools to automate sixty nine dollars. Yeah, all these tools or sixty nine US dollars a month. Uh, you get the drop by drop. You get the margin calculator sheet. You get the target sheet. You get the customer lifetime value. You get the flying bridge materials, customer summary showing the customer database and the six months recruited, etc. And uh, it automates uh, all integrates with uh, Shopify, WooCommerce, BigCommerce, Magento. Um, all your marketing platforms, uh, Facebook, Google, all the other. Does it do TikTok, things like that? Ollie, yeah, or yeah. Which TikTok, ones? TikTok yeah. Pinterest, yeah, a whole lot. And, and yeah. Ooh, oh, on the other side. But, I just, uh, yeah, sorry, you go. Sorry, I was just going to say, because um, I think some, some people on subscriptions, is this part of this or would that be part of something else? Because the people yeah. are on recharge. Yeah, would so, that yeah. Be... yeah. Connect, connect your recharge and you'll be able to see how um, orders split between um, subscription orders and non-subscription orders. So, yeah, we'll, we'll include that. Awesome. That's cool. That's, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's really awesome. Good. Is there not, a, is there not a, a link? Are we not? Yeah, I mean, there, is a, there is a link, but um, I don't think you've put it live yet, Ollie, have you? So we'll put it in the show notes. Do, do you know where it's going to be, Ollie? Yeah, so we'll, we'll, uh, I was, gosh, as we as we sit here looking at each other, I've got a very nice um, landing page. <laughs> Mark, you're, you're going to have to tell me where I put my landing page uh, uh, in, in Hammersley World. Um, but yes, we have. there'll be a landing page, which we'd love people to go to, um, and you'll be able to click through yeah. and get the offer straight from there. Okay. Okay, yeah. So that we'll put that in the show notes and... 
I presume you're not you're not going to advertise this on the sweet website, are you? Is this just for no. people coming who know about Smarty Business, who come Smarty Business, Hammersy Brothers, who know about us, and they're going to so we're going to drive people from um, obviously this podcast or our email list. So um, yeah, you, you you won't be able to find it if you just go and look at the sweet sweet website. You'll have to come through here because it's not something we want to promote to everybody is it? it's just it's just for the hammersley brothers people yeah it's exactly that it's just hammersley brothers um and so yeah that mark and in it will need to come through through your channels uh, to get to this yeah awesome awesome anything anything else ian you want to you want to say or, or you think we've covered all the good stuff no well no i i think you should have discussed the, where the link was going before the podcast that's right i <laughs> Well, I, that. I, I, yeah. I thought we asked you for some constructive help at the beginning, Ian. And you said you didn't have any, so we obviously forgot some. I, I'm sure that was your job, I, Ian. To be honest, I find it easier to criticise at the end. Yeah, you know, rather than being proactive. Um, well, we'll put it in the email, and we'll put it on the podcast show notes. And, okay. Um, uh, yeah, people people find it very difficult to listen to a link and do it and anything. So. So difficult. Put it on the paper, probably put it on the Facebook group as well. Um, we'll stick it everywhere, yeah, and then people can find it. I'm sure yeah. we'll be okay. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, thank no, you very I, much, guys. I have, yeah, no, nothing else to say. Thank you. No, you need to go to your um, your gym workout now, don't you, Mark? That's why you're rushing us. I'm not rushing. I've got. I've actually. I've got. I've got about twenty minutes. It's all right. Okay. I do like a personal training session because you don't have to do anything apart from you. Just, it's like having a conversation that's broken up with with awkward kind of weights. And it, every time he stops me and makes me do some weights, I'm like, why are we stopping the conversation? And why are you making me pick this stuff, stuff up? Like, why aren't you doing it? But it's it's more about me doing it, to be honest. <laughs> it's the most expensive conversation I have in a week <laughs> about nothing. Uh, I digress. Um, yeah. All right, guys, well, we'll, we'll stop it there. And um, we'll see you all on Sweet Analytics. Thank you yeah. for having me, both Thank, you. And thank I, you. I hope I haven't caused any great rift between the two brothers. It'd be very disappointing if the podcast <laughs> broke up at this point. Yeah, go <laughs> off into Rome podcast. Just cut, yeah, just just cut me out. Just just mute this channel. Just mute yeah. me. Don't worry, I'm I'm trying. Trying. I understand. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Holly. <clears throat> thank you very much. Nice. To see, thank you. All right, guys. Thank I'll you. catch you later. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Here we go. Bye.